The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. There's no reason to use a cheap, disposable razor or pay some ridiculous price for a bunch of gimmicky nonsense. This is the razor of your dreams. Make the smarter choice and join Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club is the best of both worlds. We're talking a premium shave at a disposable price. I like that disposable razor. Anyway, I've been loving my set. It kept me looking sexy all through KFL 3 and E3. And last night, Gia complimented me on my beard line. That made me happy. I don't have that horrible burning feeling that, you know, Kevin's used to. You know what I'm talking about. If you haven't tried Dollar Shave Club yet, you're missing out. It's an amazing shave at an affordable price. Right now, they're giving away a one-month trial of any of their razors for just $1 with free shipping. And after that, just a few bucks more. It's a great deal. There's no long-term commitments, no hidden fees, and you can cancel whenever you want. Get your $1 trial at dollarshaveclub.com slash gamescast. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Gamescast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 124 of the Kind of Funny Gamescast. The first ever all new formatted all Gamescast. New. Before we would do the topic by topic, day by day thing, no longer. We said fuck that. Yeah. One video, one MP3 to rule them all. Mm. There's now a bunch of different new ways you can get it. You can get it on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. What, Kevin? <laughs> what, 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 what is Kevin making signals? I, I'm not, so it's I an all new gang signs. Kevin's hand goes up. I see him yeah. moving it around. I'm like, I don't know what he's it's doing. It's the all new format. Same garbage truck on fire. Same okay, garbage cool, truck sure. on fire. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games for one dollar. You can watch the show live as we record it, like a right. bunch of people are doing right now for the first I time. I think that's what Kevin's doing. He's trying to sell oh, how many people? Five thousand, he says. Three eighty. No, three fifty. Three fifty. Why are you seeing eight? I don't know. You added three <laughs> plus five. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. baseball yeah. manager signals, like, you know? Like trying to throw people off. Thing and, yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. But for one dollar, you can watch it live with us, or you can get it as it used to on early with the video and audio. But this on time, Patreon, but ad now free. it's ad free if you support us at that level. So we appreciate it. Or if you just want to get it for free late, you can get that on Monday. One big Whole video, video and audio. It's going to be an exciting time. Thank you. For giving us all we the feedback, things, things changes and stuff. Oh, Show now has segments. We'll get to those. That's a fun thing. I'm Tim Geddes. That is Greg Miller, one of the I coolest hate. dudes in video games. And joining us for the first time together on this show, Jeff Gersman Hello. and Alex Navarro. Hi, everyone. Yay, giant bomb. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks yeah. for coming in, please. Yeah. It's a pleasure to see you guys in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually it's, it's E3 it's night shows. Having water and just relaxing. Not boozing out of your mind. No. Yeah. My doctor usually doesn't like me to go outside in the sure. daylight, so, you know, I... I I made an exception. The Thank sun, you very much. It's bad. It's Sunday not good. Bad. I don't it's care what. It's hot right now. I, I am not down. No. Mm. This last week has been an issue. Right. Not even including E3. Just in SF. Yeah. And, and I live up north where it is usually way hotter. So mm. it's been like real bad up there. It was 105 damn degrees the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was 105 up there. Uh, and no one up there has air conditioning. 
because it's only like that like two weeks out of the year. So people sure. are like, it's fine. And then one week you're like, I'm going to blow my brains out. Uh, <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. Why do we do this? Or go to a this? movie. I can't yeah. decide. This is worse. And then uh, we went and saw a movie. So What did you see? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm, it's a little late on that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff doesn't go to the movies a whole no, lot. That's, okay. uh, yeah, that's probably the second movie I've seen this calendar year. Wow. So, yeah. You know, Wonder Woman's out. You could go see that. Um, my wife has already seen it. Okay. So, no, Transformers uh, last night. Nope. Don't I hear, hear it's a real banger. It's, it's a I hear banger. that's a hot it's, one. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I like Transformers too much to go see any of the Transformers movies. Yeah, that's very, very respectful. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. Shout out to Tom Bach the Patreon producer for the month making this show happen. Shout out to all of you guys for giving all of your ideas for what the show needs to be, how we're trying to fix it. And shout out to Greg for killing it on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Thank our you. new show that you can get live on twitch.tv slash games every morning or every afternoon on youtube.com slash games or podcast services around the globe. Around the globe. We change things. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So now this show, in addition Flip to all the, the formatting script. changes, me and Greg are the host with a rotating, rotating, rotating third chair. But sometimes there's a fourth chair as well. So get hyped about that. Next I'm the week, fourth chair. Brian Altano. Whoa! It's fun times. Is he going to sit in both chairs? Use both mics? He's going to lay across. across. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. So across the table. Very sexy, yeah. Yeah. Very sexy yeah. Brian yeah. Altano. So the first segment of the show is what we've been playing. Uh, okay. What you guys been playing? Oh, what it's you know, I, I kind of came back. I actually I came back from E3 and for whatever reason, I just uh, I got into Titanfall. Oh, Ooh. Again. I got back into Titanfall. Single player uh, or multiplayer? Uh, multiplayer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And played a little bit of that. Uh, and then, gosh, I have been kind of mixing Injustice with Tekken 7 lately, mm. which is like a hard back and forth. To what do, do you where do you fall on that? A lot of fighting games coming out. Yeah, well, it's it's like it's Evo season, right? So everything has to come out now in order to be played at Evo. So I guess that's probably why it happens. But um, I think they both serve different crowds. Like Injustice is really good, and it has a ton of modes, right? Like anyone, I think, can get into that game because it's just got so much, even if you never play against another live human. Sure. And then Tekken 7 is a really good Tekken game. Like the, the story mode is kind of bad, but in a way that is It's enjoyable. endearing. Classic yeah. Tekken. Yeah. Um, now, to be clear, you broke my heart. How? Because I follow you on the social medias, you mm-hmm. know. I like, to, oh, I like to keep up yeah. with you. And so you tweeted, hey, Tekken 7 has a really easy platinum trophy. Yeah. And I was like, we had just gotten the copies in, mm-hmm. went over to playstationtrophies.org. It's like 15 hours of this platinum. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. I thought this was going to be, I could just, you know, spam X over and over again. Yeah, there we no, go. There, there is one trophy you can get by spamming X over and over is again. Is it bronze? Uh, it's, I don't know. It might be a silver. It if it's a silver, silver I'm yeah. interested. Uh, Good Lord, you're a broken human. But it really is kind of just <laughs> like play through the story mode. There's a few things that are just like, like there are some trophies in that game that say like, oh, these are situational. Like you need to break the floor with this uh, character, but you can't do it in offline versus, which means you can do it in practice mode. So uh, you just uh, you just load a practice mode and knock out like six trophies right there. Um, so I'm telling you, man. Like okay. it says twelve okay. hours, but yeah. really, as long as you can win like one fight online. <sighs> All right, I don't know, man. By sheer odds, you should be able to make one happen. You're talking to the guy who in Injustice Story Mode, I haven't done Injustice 2 yet. I will Mm. do it soon, hopefully. Injustice Story Mode 1, I would just do that thing where I'd go, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, and then I'd get beaten, and then just put the controller down and let it beat me twice more, because the third time, you could just go in there and punch him out and be over. Oh, yeah. They built it. Like, oh, you're you're one of these comic book nerds just here to see what's going on. The Joker, come with me. Yeah. I think the second one does that, too. I'm not sure. I hope so. I've heard great things about the story. 
It's it's really good. I, I'm I don't really like superheroes and DC's superheroes especially so. Superman's pretty much the worst character ever conceived, is what I'm saying. I would just uh, like to. I, I would just like to say I don't endorse <laughs> every American single thing dreams. this man with says. Me, man. We hate this. I, uh, I don't like DC, but I don't I don't hate Superman that much. Uh, I'm just saying. All right, there we but go. But I think they've done a really good job with that story mode good, uh, in a way that I could appreciate. That it sounds like people who actually do like those characters can still enjoy as oh, well. Oh, so the majority so. and cool people. All right, got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, so I mean, going back to a larger discussion that was happening earlier last year with mm. story modes in fighting games. Do you think that they're as important as people made it seem when Street Fighter didn't launch with one? Totally, yeah. I think that uh, Injustice, if you look at, you know, like that game will probably sell quite well. Uh, their games tend to do pretty well, and, and that game has, you know... NPD number one to, for last month. Right, yeah. 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 So, you know, Street Fighter Five when they launched that, they launched it specifically because they had commitments with esports stuff. They had the Capcom Pro Tour coming up. They had, you know, to consider Evo. So, like, that game kind of got launched incomplete because of those commitments. And I think they suffered for it. And Injustice has so many, they've always put so many different modes into their games, all the way back to Mortal Kombat stuff on the PS2 and, and all that, where they had like a puzzle mode and a kart racer and just like weird stuff. Weird, weird uh, stuff. But they've they've hit a good stride with that where, you know, like, if, so Street Fighter Five is really only for people who care about it in this deep, you know, way. And there are only so many people that fit that mold, right? Like I, you know, I play a lot of fighting games, but even at some point, like I was really disappointed with Street Fighter Five. Mm. Um, whereas Injustice is a lot more well-rounded. Like it's a lot more recommendable because you're just like, you know, if you like fighting games, this is still a pretty good fighting game. But it also has all this other stuff. So I, I think that's really hyper important, just like from like a business angle. But again, like everyone's going to come to it wanting something different. So the Evo crowd, you know, tournament fighting game players, they don't really care about a story mode, mm -hmm. but there's only so many of them. I also feel like Street Fighter of all the franchises, like the story mode is the thing I care about the least in those games compared to, you know, the NetherRealm games, the mm -hmm. Tekkens, etc. Like, I feel like those games just do a better job of re recognizing just how stupid the whole premise is of a story mode in a fighting game mm -hmm. and have more fun with it. With the Street Fighter stuff, even like four and you know, like Ultra Four, which are games that I like, like the, when they well, when they, they try to build like, that yeah. stuff out, I just never really cared. They, and they, they barely built it out. Yeah, too. it was really just kind of like a, a growing out of the arcade modes that those games used to have. And now they're trying to do this uh, this story mode for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. And I don't know if you guys played that demo that came out during E3. Did not. Did not. Yo, it's bad. Yeah. So it, it looks bad. Looks bad. Does it play bad as well? Uh, you know, th that demo plays poorly. My understanding is that when you're playing against other people, like the full game is actually pretty good. But like the I, demo I, they had at E3 was apparently uh, more impressive than yeah, what was in that but thing. Like, uh, what's in that demo is like you watch a really ugly looking cutscene where characters go, I'm Dante, or, you know, whatever, and then they fight. Uh, but you're fighting against these like Ultron, like faceless robots. Uh, and then that's then it just shows another cutscene. You play two more characters, and there's really not much going on. It's a it's a really ineffective demo for that thing. Are you guys big fans of Marvel's Capcom? Historically, it's, it, it's always been too much for me. I really? love to yeah. watch it. Like yeah. in Evo, I love watching people find ways to discern the chaos, to find like threads of action within just complete nonsense. Like that's super fun. I never want to play it. I love the idea of Ryu throwing a fireball that is as tall as he is yeah. and doing it in the air as well, but yeah, just the combo system, the way that stuff comes together, like it's it's beyond me. Yeah, like I loved one and two, and then three was a little too much for me. Yeah. And then uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom, even before three came out, yeah. we I enjoyed that a lot because yeah. I liked the two 
character system. Right. And so Marvel's Capcom Infinite, I was like, oh, cool. This like looks like it's less looks chaos. Like manageable. But then yeah. now seeing them. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those games for mm. sure. Mm. Mm. Where's everybody coming down on the story mode in arms? Uh, it's it's not so good. Have you yeah. have story you mode of the game? The well, uh, both actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been loving ours. Really, I, so I much. feel like I'm done. Like I I finished the I did not finish it on four, so I was not able to unlock the ranked mode. But uh, I think that game needs better control options. I think that the. Going through the Grand Prix and just having it be like an just announcer people. going like, yeah. "Hey, yeah. Here's a fight. if it was just punch people, it'd be better." Instead, it's like, "Now play volleyball." It's not you're, that are great. You like basketball? Like, hey, you're still trying to get good at the core action, so we're gonna throw in all these other modes, or go play party mode, and then it's like two on two or one on one on one, and these other modes where I feel like I'm not, I'm not getting better at arms because it's it's not letting mm, me focus. I feel like all the weird modes though are still just the same core mechanics, like the basketball thing. All that so really is just, hey, let's focus like on, on throws. Yeah. You know? And it kind yeah. of like guides you in that way and then the target practice thing or whatever the hell they call that mode. I just, I just don't think it's that fun or at least yeah. for me. Like I, I played mm. a bunch during the test punch stuff and mm -hmm. I thought, you know, there were ideas in there I liked but just the core gameplay never has not really struck me and I'm all for Nintendo like branching out and trying this other like multiplayer things like Splatoon was a very happy, awesome surprise but this one just isn't doing it for me. And I think I just want the ability to use the right stick to curve my right fist. Oh, like, yeah. So if you're playing with if you're playing with the motion controls, you can curve separately. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you can't. That's my biggest problem with the game is the lack of control options of yeah, changing them. Totally. Because it's like, I feel like the default sets they have are good, but there's so many little things that I feel like we should be able to remap. It like could the be block. Yeah. The block. Why is Why block, is block on L3? L3? Come on. Yeah. So stupid yeah. because there's so many other ways. In some ways, it plays like Smash Bros. Like having the jump button uh, be the whatever the hell the triangle button is. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> X. Yeah. X, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's awesome. That makes sense. I could wrap my head around that. But then I start, there's other things where it's like I want the, the triggers to block like Smash Bros. does, and I should be able to set that. Sure. No. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with the game, though. I, I've been really, really, really enjoying it, playing as different characters. I still haven't found one that I'm like, this is my main. Uh, Twintel is my girl. But... Uh, going through, I'm like, all right, cool. I like how the different characters feel, and I like the their special abilities. I feel like it's there's a lot more layers to it than it originally seemed. Well, when you mm. first saw it, right, you came back, and this is from that Nintendo Switch event, and he, he was like, you know, well, I think it'll be good to tide people over to Smash or fill that gap. Right. And for me, that would be what I'm finding enjoyable about it was on the plane ride down, I was like, oh, to be fair, I'll play some of it. Okay, cool. Like, I don't want to play Grand Prix over and over again. But then I went to, I went and stayed at Scott Lowe's house or whatever, and him, me, and Jen just kept playing around with it. And then Shu came over, and we were all playing this game. And we, one on one was the way to go when you did two on two. It was insanity. But yeah. it was like, oh, engaging with someone and trying to do it was great until everyone was just better than me. And then I couldn't do anything. I was like, like oh, well, forget this game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think if I was in a situation where local multiplayer yeah. was happening more frequently, I'd probably feel a little bit differently, right? Uh, but as someone, you know, just kind of like either playing the online or playing the Grand Prix, there's just not a lot there. Yeah. yeah, and that was the thing too, where it did feel like, oh, there's not a lot here, but I'm enjoying it. And I thought it was a forty dollar game, and then when it was like, no, sure, it's sixty, yeah. I was like, woof, yeah. okay, huh. that's a much tougher sell on what's happening here. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much legs it has. Ah, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, but uh, been a pleasure, everybody. See you next time <laughs> on the Kind of Funny Games Cast. <laughs> no, I'm excited because I feel like with Splatoon, we saw something where a lot of people expected it to just kind of die, and then it didn't, and everyone loved it, and it definitely had its huge community. And I think that Arms is either going to be made or broken on whether people keep playing it right and whether it keeps showing up because i mean mario kart we can't go to any convention now without seeing 
hella people with their Switches playing Mario Kart. I wonder yeah. if they're going to be playing ARMS as well. Well, I mean, mm. the, the other thing about Splatoon, though, was that they had, you know, they messaged the shit out of it ahead of time. Like, hey, we have this content plan. We're going to keep adding stuff. You know, we have all these guns and all these maps and everything, like, in the works. So that was kind of like, that was the hook that sort of kept there. It was like, okay, what are they going to do? What are they going to do afterward? And, and a lot of what they added was good. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, yeah. almost all that content was great, and they did it for a while. Mm -hmm. So that, I think, like, gave a lot of staying power to it with arms i don't feel like i mean they said that like there's dlc there's some the stuff in the works but they haven't really like gotten that messaging out there oh, the they, same way i have it right here the quote pulled up okay. i was, I was is, joking is, is the quote those squids have eight legs how <laughs> many legs does arms have a nintendo a nintendo direct video in a small japanese social media campaign have hinted at a story it's literally one day people just woke up with extendable spring arms nobody knows why some of those folks decided to use their arms to make money fighting nintendo has said they'll add more later yeah so there's the DLC. It's going to be the lore of why people have arms. Well, this goes back to what we were talking about with, with Street Fighter, uh, yeah. like not having a story mode. I feel like arms really would have benefited from having at least like like even cutscenes and just more of a fleshed out world yeah. because the characters are cool. The characters are cool. They and, don't do enough with them. Yeah. yeah. And they're, the one sure. little intro thing in the beginning, I mean, it reminds me of old Street Fighter games where it's like you get one screen of information with some text and you're like, all right, cool. I guess that's their motivation. But yeah. I, I enjoy that each character has their own kind of backstory and stuff, but there needs to be more because you only get that in the beginning of Grand there's like right. nothing even yeah. at the end and it might as well just be like yeah along the way it's like go home and be a family man or whatever just over and over yeah, again you know exactly. like, like that but sort I just of stuff I, sure. I love that premise that idea that you woke up one day and Whoops. your body has been horribly oh, no. mutilated and you're like all right all well right. nothing left to do but engage in blood Wait, sports everyone's like this <laughs> gotta go fight yep <laughs> what else is there to do everyone came to different conclusions some people were like this is gonna be really good for you know my job down at the docks moving crates sure yeah some people were like let's go get in fights Nick Scarpino can finally reach the top shelf in this oh, world man, good yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Because he's short. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've been loving it though. Let us know in the comments what you're thinking about arms. Great. What have you been playing? Uh, yeah, arms is the newest stuff. All the crap we played at D3, of course. But mm -hmm. I cannot stop playing Friday the Thirteenth. Really? Do it? You yes. actually get into it? I totally love it. Wow. I, and I recognize the jank. And no, 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 I mean like the servers literally work. Because <laughs> yeah. that's we've tried. We we wanted we've to do had issues since launch, and it just. When was the last time you tried? Uh, before E three. Right before E three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been playing on PlayStation four since launch. Launch obviously that the first day and a half was garbage, yeah. but then like it's gotten progressively better. Hmm. Coming back from E three, I was surprised at how well it was running now. Cool. In terms of oh yeah, I got a game right away. Oh fuck, because usually it was like oh I'm getting into the lobby and right. I will search for a thing while I make a sandwich, and then maybe when I come back. It'll be about ready. But. Yeah, we were uh, we had Ben and some other people trying to get into games, and they just would get dropped, or just you know it just wasn't working well at all. Sure. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what the narrative on it becomes, right? Because mm -hmm. it is one of those games that folks like me who love it really do love it. And again, I recognize everything is wrong with it. I'm not oh, saying sure, it's sure, a sure. ten yeah. out of ten or anything, but then it is the, like you know like GameSpot gave it a four, IGN gave it a seven, a six nine or whatever. Like there's all these things where it's like, where's the truth going to be? How long are people going to give right, them to right. iron this stuff out? But it's like, we're doing uh, tomorrow as recording this, we're doing a play with the community today. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking wait. It's double XP weekend. And it's just like, yeah. I'm not a multiplayer guy. Like I'm not an online multiplayer game. That turns me off. And this game gets it right in a way that I've always talked about how left for dead got it right. Right. In the fact of, yeah. Hey, jump on with your friends or nobody and run around and have fun. Like you don't need to worry about it. And what evolve fucked up where it was like evolve was like, Hey, do you have a team? Like, well, you like, need a team. Yeah. Like evolve, like from the get go, they were like, Hey, this is an esport, You guys, yeah. you're supposed to take this seriously. And it's like, 
Yeah, it, like people just want to have a good time. Friday the Thirteenth, like the premise of it, yeah, uh, seems like well built for that. Right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that is, yeah, and that's the thing of like the, the amount of times where I, I my heart is actually pumping and like I've had those like crazy moments. Like I was doing one where I was Jason was finally chasing me and I, I knew we had I, I, I me and this other guy had just been standing on the peripheral of the map, like just way off. Like we because you can see each other as counselors. Oh, okay. Jason can't yeah, see yeah. you unless he finds you. And so I I'd run over to where he was. He ran off and we just stood. And then a car, one of the other people would leave in the four person car and we ran into the street to try to wave him down. Dude just blew past us. Back to hiding. And so it popped up two minutes remaining. I'm like, all right, here we go. And sure enough, like after it's got to be a minute left, Jason popped up and I'm running and I'm, I got a knife to stab him in the neck with when he picked me up and I run into the house and I shut and lock the door and I turn my back and I'm watching, watching the doors and the windows waiting for him to do it. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Here we go. And literally he grabs me around the neck and it pops up and it goes, you survived. And then it's the sound of me getting oh, wow. killed. And then they like re- took it back. Wow. Was dead. And I was like, oh, oh, cause it was like, it was time was up, wow. but it was a buzzer beater. Jason killing yeah. me. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. And like, you know, you have that's, that moment of like, ah, cool like amped up on stuff. There yeah. is a beautiful, stupid, disgusting heart at the center of that game. Yeah. And if they can iron out the shit with it and, you know, kind of add more content over time, I feel like that thing will be really good at some point. It's one of those where I, f- it's another one of those two where I feel for the developer in the way of, they their heart was in the right place. Yeah, we are. We're gonna. We're this indie studio. Oh, we can do it as Friday Thirteenth. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And then like everything goes wrong. But they weren't trying to have everything go wrong. Not that anybody is. But or I, they, were they? Oh my <laughs> god. But I don't think they were like trying to cash in. You know what I mean? Right. They weren't totally. doing something yeah. cheap and trying to take care of it. They built this game that is cool and has a lot of cool ideas. You don't. Yeah. You don't make a Friday the Thirteenth game to like cash in. It's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. like that not hot of a property. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> like, yeah. You only do that if you're like, hey, this is like we want to try to make a really cool thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, just, it's, yeah. it's interesting the different enjoyment I found out of it because usually I, I I finally the other night when we were getting ready Joey Noel our community manager was testing to see if we could actually do it the way we wanted to for community day on Friday and so I, that was the first time I actually played it and put on a mic and it oh, was yeah. it was all it was like for a lot of hours I've put into Friday the 13th it was awesome to suddenly have a brand new way where it was like I'm grabbing people as Jason and that's you know it's prox chat so you yeah, grab them and like as soon as I bust you, in they'd be like oh no Greg and I'm like oh you're all fucking dead yeah. it's over <laughs> and then I grab and choke people I'm like tell the world tell them that I did this to you you know what I mean like this trash talk aspect it was like great that is yeah. awesome we talked about this a little bit last week uh, during the E3 games cast but sure. you got to play Metal Gear Survive I did play Metal Gear Survive I want to talk about a little bit more in case what people is going on with that it was, did you guys get your hands on it at all no no no, no. It was such Konami a weird. Doesn't return our calls. <laughs> it was such. I, I, actually, I think it ended up being the other way around. In that oh case. yeah, okay. But, but it yeah. was so weird in bizarre alternate universe to be sitting there and have a Metal Gear game up and have this a very nice lady get up from Konami PR and be like, "Let's talk about Metal Gear Survive and give you the whole rundown." I'm just like. It's weird to hear you say Metal Gear. Why yeah. is everybody saying Metal Gear in here and yeah. acting like this is normal? This isn't normal. Are you showing, are you showing a pachinko game? Like, are you gonna yeah, yeah. you're just show me this thing and then pull back the curtain and be like, all right, <laughs> put the balls in, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. It's weird. It's that super I, weird. It seems like no one's talking about it. Well, and the, there's some people being like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, it looks pretty damn bad, man. And I was going in pretty high on it, but then seeing you play, I was like, oh, this I haven't. Look fun. Have you looked around? Has, has there been the GameSpot thing and IGN thing about it? Blah blah. I you know the, I haven't really looked the yeah. only other people i've seen talking about it are other influencers and you know what i mean and it's influencers i recognize from like when i went down when the metal gear review event yeah. where it was like both days and they had the influencer side of like oh you guys are like hardcore metal gear youtubers and i don't know mm-hmm. if we got talked to uh, in, in on top of in place of a bigger site because oh well greg's a metal gear guy and like yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. like because going in like it's what we talked about right the the mechanics of it are fine. 
The, I mean, it's Metal Gear Solid Five, right? Which I mean, plays so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's just a weird well. thing of taking those mechanics and dropping them to some weird survival. It's just like here's world. like a mod for MGS Five that turns yeah, into some kind of exactly. zombie thing. That's like, what it looked yeah. like, and that's what it seemed like it played like. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's almost there, but then it's also so far from actually being good. Who, who's actually making that? It's an algorithm. They just uh, they just <laughs> like I was gonna say, is it just like the Kojima Productions people that like didn't make it out in time? They or are they just like trapped the in that door building was slowly making coming this? down? Yeah, Kojima's reaching back. Yeah. They pull them out. They, just, they held up a picture of a zombie to a connect that was hooked uh, up to. Like, oh, we can scan that in, no problem. Uh, and there you go. Yeah, a mod is a great way to describe it. That's what it feels like and mm -hmm. runs like. Where it's like, oh, these mechanics are familiar, and I know what I'm doing. But then it is like, all right, cool. Now drop. I'm you know I'm going to my crafting menu and dropped a chain link fence, and I'll run off and get this stuff so I can build. Weird. Off these things in like you know yeah. the barracks or not barracks the pylons with the barbed wire around them and okay now it's in between waves a blue thing has appeared on my map screen which means that's my side mission so I'll run over there and oh it's a walker gear so I kill these zombies and all the zombies a very interesting design are just uh, headless beings with a red triangle for where they're coming out of their neck. What? And it's like that's weird. All right, it looks like a dog's dick. Anyways, it, it placeholder. I, <laughs> no, that's what it is. It's All like right. this little red cone that glows or whatever that you need to shoot or. It's like okay, okay. and then you yeah. hear the alert sound every once but in a while. Yeah. And it's like yeah, all right, yeah, guess it's Metal Gear. Yeah, it's and that's the thing is it's some weird like oh I, it's one of those it feels like and this isn't yeah, this is very disparaging but it feels like when you know you'd see like when you go to the app store. And yeah. like you look yep. through and you're like weird name, but like these are like assets I recognize from other games. Right? Like, yeah. Why is this I, uh, I was watching some ad for some mobile game on my phone the other day uh, to get double XP in something, and oh, it, Friday Thirteenth. Uh, and it came up, and it was just like, "Hey, these are all Digimon assets. We're literally talking about digital monsters." <laughs> and then they get to the end of the ad, and it's like, "Come to Digital World and hang out." <laughs> And I'm like, that's not. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I want. Like, I felt like there should be a button. I should be like, call the cops or something. Yeah. <laughs> call Dial, Digimon Otis yeah. right now. Dial nine one one and and shut down Digimon. Yeah, survive is just a game of I don't know what your target audience is. You know what I mean? Is I don't think it's yeah. even. I, and I haven't gone through and watched all like you know Young and stuff. The, their reactions to it as Metal Gear fans, but it's just like that's. I don't know who, who, who nobody associates Metal Gear with this. I, I feel like the the audience for that is Metal Gear fans who have not read the news for the last three years. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Well, even then, though, like going back to Evolve, like it looks as complicated as Evolve. They're not focusing as much on mm -hmm. the like the communication aspect of right. it. But like, look, watching the gameplay, I'm like, it looked like there was four people that were supposed to be working together, right. but you weren't at all. Yeah. You're just running around because it was not clear what you were supposed to be doing because it kept moving on to the next wave and it would just change up the moment to moment gameplay. And it's like, all right, well, what is the goal right now? It seemed so empty and it just aimless. Yeah. The goal is for you to pay $60 for it. That's if it. this game yeah. ends up being sixty dollars, I'm going to be. Oh, uh, it totally uh, will, guys. There's a single shocked. player story. Uh huh. Uh, oh, good, because uh, I, I, I love the story in Metal Gear. That's my favorite part of it. Well, the, so I mean, you I'm said there was no story that, in five. This one has it, Jeff, and it's yeah. how did you get into this realm and how do you get out? Oh, I can't wait to find out. I'm pretty sure it's just purgatory, but don't well, fool me. Sure, why it not? seems like it's going to be. Everyone's punished now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I actually, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the zombie mode, uh, and I, I don't really like zombies, generally speaking. <gasps> but uh, the zombie mode in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds sounds oh. like where they're, they're all human controlled. Like you're a squad of four, and you get to have the guns, and everyone else has to just. Run oh, at I didn't you hear like about this. That's zombies. awesome. Uh, it's something they tested out with some Twitch streamers or something, but it sounds gotcha. like they're going to roll it into the game proper at some Have point. Have you been playing? 
Uh, I have not been playing as much as I would like. Sure. Uh, but yeah. I'm kind of getting the shakes. Like that was the thing I was playing before E3 right. and I was playing like every night and I have not played in like two weeks and I have the murder shakes now. Hmm. Man. Is there anything else you've been playing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was playing Tekken before I came in. Uh, I have not been able to play a whole lot since I've been out here. I'm staying up at my mother's place in the North Bay while I'm here for the week. Uh, and for years and years, I really couldn't play anything there because my mother is like 70 years old and you still uses AOL uh, for her email. So like the internet situation there was not good. They got like bingo or something on AOL. You yeah. Keyword games. Yeah. So last year, uh, I just straight up broke down. I was like, I'm going, you have broadband. You're not taking advantage of this at all. I'm going to buy you a real router and we're just going to turn this into an actual house with internet. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. So I can actually play things on the Switch now there. Uh, so I've mostly just been playing uh, Mario Kart and Thumper <sighs> while I've been... Mm. Uh, trap there. How is Thumper on Switch? I haven't had started it. It is. It is. It works just as well as it did on PS4 and PC. Like there's no frame issues or anything with it. Uh, it runs at 720 on the on the screen and and it seems pretty much flawless. Like I have I beat that game on PS4 and I am more than happy to play through it again. Uh, that game is still awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I was speaking of Switch stuff on the way down. I finally jumped into Switch Minecraft. Because I've been a big Minecraft fan on P PS Vita. You might have heard of this one. Okay. No, what is system. that? Okay. Oh, that's PlayStation the, the prototype Vita. version of the Switch. Exactly. Vita means life, and it gave yeah. life to the Nintendo Switch. Mm. Uh, but it's funny. I was like, oh, I don't want to play Minecraft again, really, but I'll see how it's running. But why? I'm like, I, you know, how different could the versions be? Man, I did not realize what a GIMP version of Minecraft I was playing. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> you I jumped in, and I was like, oh, because I've played it on PlayStation 4 before, and like right. this is that version but with all the bells and whistles they've added since it came to PS4 when we were at IGN. And so it's like I jumped in, I'm like, Huh, fuck, this is like a brand new game. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's going on? I, yeah, I, that was, I, I have been meaning to try the Switch version of Minecraft as well. Like, yeah. I, I definitely had my time with Minecraft where I was like, this is like a really relaxing thing yep. for me to just kind of do and just go, like, all right, I'm going to maybe accidentally blow a whole weekend just building something dumb and then burning down all my friends' shit. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that, all those, those Minecraft announcements actually. I was like, oh, 4K Minecraft. Like, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I what was the name of it? The Super Duper Graphics the, Pack? Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was a, it was like the Bedrock Update, I think is what they're calling it. Aside from that, but yeah, Super Duper Graphics or whatever. And and some nice lighting in that yeah. in that, that update. Like, why not? Why not? Do you, Minecraft? Yeah. Keep doing it, yeah. It's apparently a very popular game. They yeah. should probably keep supporting it. Exactly. Yeah, it seems to make sense. <laughs> yeah. I think, I if think only everyone cool. could come together and agree to everybody but them Sony riffraff. I know, right? Yeah. Well, they got to protect the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to. Yeah. Someone has to. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful kids out there. When Jim Ryan of, is going to do it. Yeah. When I think about uh, PlayStation and I think about the messages I get on PSN, I think it's a good thing Sony's out there protecting me from yeah. exactly. the truly awful exactly. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How many groups have you been asked to join? <laughs> uh, I, I have How turned many conversations off, have you left? I've turned off all messages. Yeah. Uh, friends can't even send me messages anymore. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've really locked it down. Uh, but yeah, I, I it's a group thing is like yeah. I got invited to one that was like Mike vacation games and just like just gibberish like, what, 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 yeah. what, what I'm more crazy about or I can't believe is happening because okay fine everybody can invite us to groups and we're all in a mic but yeah. is, is the our colleagues that get in and then I see them leaving the group like, like they're what? taking like, the time are you really to do here? it. It's like going in like, I'm going to report all the spam. One email by right. email, I'm going to yeah. report all the spam in my inbox. Yeah. yeah. And also seeing people who work at Sony doing yeah. that and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, you should probably just let someone know over there. That yeah. This is, this is a, a thing. This is a problem. Uh, that, that maybe you should get fixed. Uh, yeah. That, that stuff is ridiculous. Also, uh, shout out to Next Machina. I play, I play some of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, I've been, it's I've been playing that. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Twin stick shooter. Great. Mm -hmm. The next segment. 
for the first time ever. There's another one people ask for. Everyone's like, oh, I want more history, more gaming history stuff. I'm like, cool. We're going to do a segment called This Week in Gaming History. Oh, wow. Where okay. I go back. Creative name. A bunch of different years and decide something that excites me that I want to talk about and see if you guys have memories. Oh. So here we go. Our memories. Two years ago. Uh-huh. No memories. On June 23rd, 2015. Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, out. it's been two years. God, that doesn't sound right. How does that yeah. make you feel? It's it's scary how time moves when you start doing this. Yeah, this game or any this that's, this game, not Arkham, but this game of like, oh man, two years ago this happened. Like, that feels yeah, like it was like yesterday. That seems like it would just happen. Yeah. yeah, going further back than that, seven years ago on June twenty second, two thousand ten, Transformers: War for Cybertron came out. All right, blew my mind. Star that was, breeze, right? was that, that the was first High Moon? Oh, High yes. Moon. That's the yeah. first the, it was one. The first yeah. good yeah. one. Okay. And then after that, there was a Fall of Cybertron. Right. And that one was great as well. But I'll never forget. Like that game is something that I still can't believe exists. Where it's like it is way too good, and they treated the property with way too much respect. They found a way to make it look like the G one stuff without being like totally devoted to exactly. all that G one stuff. Like the, the, then then didn't they go make toys based on the designs mm-hmm. from the yep. game? Like that? Yeah. That's, yeah. They really nailed the aesthetic, and they nailed what it meant to care about Transformers, and I feel like they handled the story way better than obviously the movies did, but even better than a lot of the shows did. I think that it was more G1 than G1 was. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. A lot of a lot of episodes devoted to the Space Bridge. If you When you go back and watch all that stuff again, shit. you're like, yeah. man, this quick, is... Do we need a three-parter on this? Right. I, quick aside, sure. quick aside. What happened to High Moon? Did they become Starbreeze, or am I They became them? like an Activision support studio. Okay. And yeah. Because they, they did that Born Identity game right. or whatever. I want to say at some point they game. just got lumped into the Call of Duty ball. Okay. Of, okay. Like, like every other. Yeah. Studio there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Twelve years ago, June nineteenth, two thousand five, Conquer Live and Reloaded on the original Xbox. Yeah, I reviewed that game. I think <laughs> flashbacks. Uh, God. Yeah, I I was in my what probably like my mid twenties at that point, so I probably was like, yeah, there's something to this. I remember that that remake being all right. It was all right. Yeah, it was we, still that game, but it was all right. We went back to it. Uh, was it was it in that rare replay bundle on Xbox One? Did they put it in that? I want to say that. I want to say maybe it wasn't the reloaded. Maybe it was the N sixty four. I don't I think it was. N64. I think Conquer might have been the only th- one of the only things that wasn't. Okay. In I think that was the maybe it was a demo derby or something. Maybe we there. and I think we ended up we ended up playing a little bit of that Conquer game on Xbox recently and. Uh, is, I would is holds not, up. I bet that game does not hold up super well. Not not aged super well. A lot of games from that generation yeah, don't. No, Stubbs the zombie. Especially a remake of an N sixty four game. Right, so. Yeah. I would totally. I I've, that is. I've been thinking about Stubbs the zombie. Hell lately. yeah, yeah. That was a good ass game. Thank you. Uh, no, no, no one ever gives Stubbs the credit yeah. when I toss him out there. No, that was. That it had was, problems, but it, it was mostly ideas. fun. It had ideas. It, did it had ideas. The soundtrack was killer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Soundtrack, And then a sticker on the box that said, "It's the Halo engine," which is like, who? Right. Okay, <laughs> this isn't a marketing not, thing. I see Halo on a box. There, I'm yeah. buying yeah. that. <laughs> Fourteen years ago, on June twentieth, two thousand three, Laura Croft. Tomb Raider, the Angel of Darkness came out. Is that the A movie? PS2. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, that was PS2 the first game. PS2 okay. Tomb Raider game. God, that was three months after I started at GameSpot. Yeah. Sure. I year the, 20, the, the Black Out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember being so excited for it, and I got home, rented it from Blockbuster immediately, and it was I did not like that game no, that at was, all. Oh, okay, right, because that was the one that was like, they had all the stuff where like she's in a house climbing these staircases, yep. like that whole thing. Like that's how the game started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I remember they pitched that game as like, we are rebooting, you know, we are really taking this into, well, taking it out of the tombs tomb and getting into this stuff, and it's going to be like the real world, man. It was just, yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, secret agent. Yeah, that Rock was uh, that. That was not a good game. I remember the ads, and I think I remember Jeff Haynes having to play through it eventually at IGN. I think did they re- was that one of the ones they re 
released in a pack? I thought, didn't they do anniversary and then they did some kind of... Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. This, this is way too... Before. That's well, I know, but I'm saying, is this one of the ones... Anyways, it doesn't matter. I remember at some point Jeff Haynes having to play through this when I was at IGN years later. I forget why. Hmm. And I was like, no. And the final one of this week, 26 years ago on June 23rd, 1991, Sonic the Hedgehog came into our lives on the Sega Genesis. It's never been the same. Sonic lives yeah, have yeah, never no, been the same. That's, yeah. We've been going fast ever since. Ever since, man. Never forget. Can't stop. Never forget. Won't stop. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. I played a surprising amount of that game as someone who now looks at that entire franchise as just straight trash. Hey, <laughs> even time, uh, I played one and two. I, I, I don't think they hold up very well. I think if I you think go back to them now, up. it's like three holds up for sure. One has issues. I think if you had a new Genesis and you were just looking for something impressive looking yeah. and sort of, you know, it, it's somewhat different to play, like it certainly stood out at that time. Mm. Yeah. And that you was guys play Mania or uh yeah, I, I played a little bit of Mania. And do you think it's good or do you think that I, it's lumped in with the other? I look at it and go like this is probably they're probably finally doing the right thing for people who want that game. Like you, you look at that and go like, man, like it's just nostalgic enough, but it, it feels like they're doing new things. They're doing yep. interesting things with it. Uh, you know, the animation's better, all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Like just even seeing that stuff in 169 with still having that 16 bit look, I think goes a long way. Um, like I, I played a couple levels of it and I was like, you know, this, you kind of hold to the right and jump occasionally and get there. And it wasn't super engaging, but at the same time, that's how I feel about the first games now. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. I feel like mania is totally paying off on what I remember these games feeling like in a way that like Sonic four, like that was the pitch for Sonic four, <sighs> yeah. right? Like everyone yes. was like, okay, this is the right thing. They're finally doing it. And the biggest problem is Sonic four you, didn't feel right. No. And, and Sonic mania feels yeah. better than these games. Uh, Sonic, they, yeah. The Sonic mania plays the way, when I was when I was the Sega fanboy, I thought it played and felt. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it is interesting to jump into a Sonic game, and be like, "Oh, this is interesting. They're doing something here. The fan service." And they got is the there. right people, like yeah. you know, Christian Whitehead, and just like mm-hmm. the people around that game. Just like these are the people that have been carrying the torch for classic Sonic in in a way that Sega never has. Exactly. So like th- this is yeah, they, they this I, is the I, best I, we're ever gonna get. Yeah, exactly. For if sure. this doesn't do it, nothing's nothing ever going ever to. Nothing ever will. Um, yeah. And now it's time for topic. Of the show. Dots, dots. Today's topic of the show comes from Stephen Ng. He says, the E3 press conferences kind of sucked this year. Is E3 a disappointment? What do you think E3 will be going forward? And Stephen Fox has a follow-up. Were public passes for E3 a good idea for the convention as a um, whole, or did it negatively impact the media's ability to cover the event? I, you know, from where we were sitting, I would say that it had very little impact on our day to day at E3, letting the 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 fans in, because you know most of what we see at E3 is in meeting rooms. Behind it's you know doors. behind closed doors, yeah. somewhere uh, either on the floor or in an actual meeting room somewhere in the second floor. There were a couple of cases where, like you know, I wanted to. There were a couple of games I wanted to see that uh, you know someone else went to the appointment or or uh, one of them was an EA game. Like I want to see Need for Speed. I didn't make it out to whatever play nightmare they had in Hollywood. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, oh, it's going to be at the Microsoft booth. I'll try and get down there. And you go down there and you go, oh, there's just no way I'm yeah. going to see this here. Or like Dragon Ball Fighters. There was like a line around the booth to see it. Uh, so there were cases like that where there were games I wanted to see that I didn't get to that I, in years past I definitely would have been able to. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, I think where I was coming at it from more often was looking at that show and going like, this is not PAX. Like this yeah. is this is yeah. a lot of people waiting in line. Like it doesn't if they want to let the public in and, and want to put more people on the floor, they should do a better job at making that show good for those people. Well, I feel like they springed it on publishers, right? And yeah. that was the thing where it was like, ah, oh, we're selling 15,000 tickets and I don't feel like anyone was yeah. given enough heads up to say, oh, we need to drastically change how we do it. Right. We need to, you know, you walk through the Sony booth and it's like, 
the big lineups for Battlefront 2 and Destiny 2 on one side and then all of their theater things for Spider-Man and all this other stuff on the other side and you can't get through there. Uh, so just stuff like that, that that you know if you were thinking about this the way you thought about PAX, you would do different things. And they didn't do those different things. and it's, They just didn't reconfigure the right way. Yeah. yeah. Or and at I, all. I think people could have, I think there, more people could have had a better time if they had thought about this. Going into it, that was my big concern is yeah. that I kept talking about it. It's like people were talking about, how, oh, buying the tickets. I'm so excited. I'm like, that's cool. Know what you're getting into. This Temporary show's expectations. not built right. for you. This show's not that. Yeah. And maybe it will be later, but not this right. year. I think it will be later. But, yeah, 100%. And, and, but I think you also had people going like, oh, I can't wait to go to these press conferences. Yep. Like, that's yeah, not that's, that's not, not how this works. Part of the package yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to go. But um, that's why I was interesting. I really felt that, like, from what I understand, this was, like, the first year or one of the first years. Like, some guy put a story out there that, like, people were getting chased away from the Sony press conference. Like, they, the security was like, get out of here. And it's like, in the I remember years past, it was, hey, line up overnight. And, like, I think it was, like, you know, Jack Trent brought pizza and stuff to the line yeah like 2010 that. was the first time so oh because they would so they, that's that. right they let people they, they would, would kind of let fans line I, up yeah i actually got to go in from that yeah and not in the sean Layden era yeah no but i feel like they they do still do that but it's not uh oh get in line and wait it's a win some contest or figure out like be here sure do a trivia thing and then you use the to, same app you used to book vr demos that seems to never work quite exactly right. never yeah. has the watch yeah. yeah. yeah exactly and i think sony was the only one that did that for a long time then eventually microsoft started doing it as well it's smart. You should fill totally. that room with people. Well, that, I mean, like, if I mean, like, again, now, it, uh, if I was any of these uh, publishers, I'd be like, uh, uh, hey, okay, is it happening again? ESA. If so, that's how I build my plan around it because I would get a bigger venue, right? Have press up front and yeah. then have the audience in the back because that's what you're talking during the PlayStation press conference, right? Is that our chat was like, man, this crowd's not into it. I'm like, well, they're working. That's their job. They're taking yeah. notes or doing whatever, live right. blogging. Like, they're, yeah. no, they're not there to clap. But yeah. I know PSX is awesome when the yeah, audience yeah. goes crazy. PSX like, is a great event. Yeah. And it's, it's well built for like that audience and yeah. stuff like that. Like, E3 was never really meant to, to be that. But, you know, I, I think that the. You know, to the the first question about press conferences being boring or whatever, like I think the thing to remember is like these are all companies, these are all businesses. They have responsibilities, and uh, and also none of them call them press conferences anymore. They're all yeah. briefings and spotlights and all this other stuff. Well, showcase, right? And well, did, did you think it was a bad year? I don't because th- like he said, it, what would how, what was it was boring? Is that what he called it? Like he said. The press conferences kind of sucked. They didn't Is suck. E3 a disappointment? I think, I think some of them did. I think well, that's, which okay. ones? Like I think EA EA is always very cautious about these things, and I think they have gotten cautious to the point of just being very dull now. Like they had one surprise, and it was that uh, Joseph Ferris game, uh, which looks awesome, which looks mm-hmm. great. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that looks really exciting. But like for the most part, it was all known quantities. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, here's your Star Wars game. This is the one we have ready, so we're going to talk about that. Hey, we're doing Need for Speed again. Hey, this time it's more like Fast and the Furious than the last time we tried to do that, like, and now maybe you don't have to get out of the car as much. Some of the one with the live action. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but and then beyond that, it was just like, hey, here's the sports franchises. No, we're seriously, we're still. Making NBA, we're, we're really trying this time. You yeah. know, it just there uh, wasn't much there. Yeah. And with Sony, it was just very much like, hey, here's Sean Layden, sort of trotting out there, just doing his tenting fingers, going, okay, here's some trailers, and then we don't see anyone or t- t- hear from anyone until I feel, it's yeah, over. I, I feel that, like the, I feel like the last two years of Sony have been like pointless because they could just 
run a YouTube video uh, or just put all those trailers up on YouTube and be done with it. The idea that like they're getting all these people in a room to watch trailers is just seems like a, a bad use of time. That's been my whole thing forever with the Nintendo Directs where people are just like, oh, Nintendo doesn't have a press conference in E3. It's right. like there's no difference between right. what they're doing and other people. It's just pre-recorded. It's, just, yeah, it's pre-recorded and like... I think more people with go Bethesda, that direction. The, the, I think it was even more. Oh, yes, cool. agreed. They had Pete Hines come out in the beginning and then it was just a 30-minute video. Yeah. And the thing, I think that it's good though because the argument I keep making with people is that it's... Not wasting people's time because people aren't going to go to the YouTube channels and click on every single thing. Sure. This way, you're getting a tailored experience that is showing the entire breadth of the catalog that you're watching and experiencing along with everyone else. I think they should they should just size it to fit that then and and like maybe not have a, an event and just do it the way Nintendo does and just go like we're going to broadcast this video. You'll hear us talk. It'll be well produced. All well, this that, other stuff. That's the big thing, and, right? Of the shifting sands of the industry right, in, in the way definitely. of like, yeah, you don't need the conference. And it's once everything started getting streamed in HD, it's like, yeah. Well, I remember the first year at IGN when they were uh, and they're like, well, you're going to stay behind and not go to the place. And I was like, but I, wait, well, yeah, I guess that's true. Why would I go? Why do yeah. I, well, I don't want to wait in the fucking line and it's get in there with a shitty everybody. Wi- Wi-Fi? Yeah. yeah, we haven't gone for the last few years. And, yeah, you know, we, we talk over the stuff now, and and that's been a lot of fun uh, and it's a lot easier yeah. uh, sitting in this air conditioned like hotel meeting room than trucking from one thing to the next but I do miss that like frantic like seeing people from across the room going hey good to see you I'll see you later you know kind of yeah. before the show is started but I think like the they're, they're only boring Th- those events are only boring if you're looking at them in like a competitive way, like who won E3 right. and you know, who did this and who did that. Like if you're looking at it that way, then yeah, then you're going like, well, you know, no one had the knockout punch. Microsoft should have been a hundred dollars cheaper. This should have been that. And, and I think that, that that's when I get to say like, Hey, it's a business. Like everyone's trying to run a responsible business. And that's why those things are that way. Everyone's trying to talk about games. They know are coming out this year, except for Sony. Um, <laughs> and you know, try. You know, Bethesda showed most mostly stuff that's going to be out in months, and and yeah. that's the change. Is it's it's you know moving, tightening that up a lot more, and going like, hey, we're only going to show games that are going to be out over the next six months because this is for the public, and we yeah. know they're going to be shopping soon. Well, I think the other thing too with like Bethesda, for example, them doing their Bethesda Land, and like, even though they just showed a thirty minute video, but then a lot of the people there got to go play the games right there. Right, right. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like they might as well if they're all going to be there all watch it at the same time so you are getting that briefing because for us whenever we go see game demos not at e3 but anywhere you go you see the presentation they give you the whole pr spiel we already get that when we were watching these conferences yeah, so then right. you can just go play the game and you understand yeah well on. like sony ends up being you know they they show their trailers and then you take a bunch of meetings with them where they just kind of show the show exact shows, same yeah. thing again but it's like with two minutes more like here's two more minutes of spider-man swinging and we're kind of talking about it but we're not going to actually answer any of the questions you want to ask and at some point, like that's, it's not great. It just doesn't seem like it seems like this could be more useful for for Sony, uh, for the media, right. just for for everyone involved. And this so. is back to the point of the public coming, where like I was like, you can buy, sure buy the pass, enjoy yourself, but understand you're seeing the best stuff online right. already. Yeah. And then yeah, when you wait in there to see it, yeah, it'll be all right, cool. Like your day's gone. Demo was at night now, and it showed different mechanics, and that's cool for like the reporting. But that I don't think they were doing that on the floor. They were just no. showing the same demo. Again. Right. Yeah. And and you know I I understand the argument toward just wanting to kind of cut to the games, cut to the trailers, just get the product out there and show it to the people. But I don't feel like you need a live presentation for that at all. Like yeah. part of the reason the Microsoft and the Ubisoft conferences were my favorite of the show was because they still have that kind of slightly manic and a little off kilter energy of bringing devs up there and having them talk even if they're just giving a couple of talking points and introducing stuff there's 
I don't know. I think there's merit to that. Like, I think it makes the presentation feel much more like, hey, we're also kind of highlighting the people who are making these big games and the people, even if it's just one person, it's there's a, something yeah. to that. It's a chance to humanize it. And I think uh-huh. Ubisoft did that the best this year. You know, like yeah. just having like people out there, even, you know, their games, you know, whatever. Some of that stuff looked good, some of it not so much. But it felt very human sure. and, you know, and messy in a way. Yeah. Well, and, that's and the, but I mean, I, I feel like you can accomplish that too with what we're talking about of making a direct kind of thing where it's like, I thought one of the best parts of any of the conferences was the opening of Bethesda when it was talking to the kids like, what does your oh, dad sure. do? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And it's that whole thing. And it, that could have easily been not cutting to Pete on stage, but being like, what's everybody on Pete? And let's meet a whole bunch of different people. And like, oh, do this. I, let I, me show you Wolf and stuff. I right. appreciate them leaving out the part where the kids said, yeah, I haven't seen my dad in three years. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> sorry. He missed my graduation. Yeah, they cut that part out for editing. But the human thing I thought Bethesda did a good job of having Pete come out and start and end the show just because it was like here's a dude here's a dude that you yeah. can like kind of have as the the guy that you think of as the Bethesda guy and I think that goes a long way and for Sony's conference I enjoyed the opposite side of what you guys are talking about where I loved the showmanship of it I loved how every big game had something different like Horizon had the snow and Uncharted had the uh, waterfall and stuff, and it's all super gimmicky shit. Right. But I like it because it wasn't gimmicky in the EA way uh, or Microsoft. Here's a car on the stage. Right. This is stuff of like, hey, we actually care about our franchises and we see them as uh, an experience, and we want to showcase them in a way that is very presentational and very hype. I, I, yeah, I, I think that stuff just it, it's that stuff plays in the room a lot better than it does on stream. Too, 100%, you yeah. know, yeah. and and so I look at it and go like, that's cool that you did that, but. Eh, do those people really need that? I don't know. I I go both ways on it. It's it's a it's a weird transition for a lot of this stuff in terms of, like I said, they don't call them press conferences anymore. They're not you know. There's no charts and they've they've yeah. weeded out all the media the, experience. Yeah, uh, you know, no one's getting up there and talking about. Let's talk about the emotion engine. Let's get you know. We got yeah. more. We got ten more slides on this thing, uh, and that's that's good. Um, but I think maybe they've, they've gone a little too far. Like it needs mm-hmm. to be in the middle. It needs to be, well, I, I, you know, if you, if you want interesting press conferences, you need to have people up there and teleprompters break and like people just want it to be kind of messy. Mr. Caffeine. Well, yeah, yeah. You yeah. need the nightmare of Mr. <laughs> Caffeine uh, so you know to how make good you, you have to it. sear that E3 memory into your brain forever. And it's, it's our fault uh, that that will never happen again because we spent so much time talking about shit like that and those bad Konami conferences yeah. that everyone is so God. gun shy and they just rehearse everything down to a T. Yeah. And I, I love that though. Yeah. I love the the kind of just here it is and that's we're cutting all the bullshit and we don't need to deal with the awkward transitions. And I feel like the the more people they go that direction, like we're just gonna get more trailers for more games and more actual things that we care yeah. about. Then they should just go all the way and stop doing E three. You know, like the the eventual conclusion of that is like, okay, if if they're going to streamline this all the way, then why have a show? Here's our YouTube stream of or, everything, you know, and that's yeah. that. instead Microsoft could just as easily go start up a PSX style thing, bring back XO, you know, bring uh, back the XO, XO shows, yeah. Nintendo, bring uh, back Space World, Space yeah, World. bring back bring Space World, back. finally, um, and and just fully transition to, hey, we're going to put on events for the public that are going to be focused on games that are coming out near term and for the the stuff that's further out we've got trailers on the internet we've got press mm-hmm. briefings we've spotlights whatever and then you start to wonder like why do E3 yeah uh, I, well, I mean that's why they get sold tickets this year right and they, yeah. they oh yeah how do we stay competitive how do we make money stay on this relevant event? yeah you know? exactly like uh, in a world where PAX and PSX is like just becoming better shows as time goes on uh 
like E3's value proposition for publishers, I think at some point, because those booths didn't get any cheaper. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's the thing is like, you got to wonder like, when that switch will happen, when it's going to be thrown. Cause every PAX we go to is bigger and better than the last. And all the people there are having more fun yeah. and then going out to their podcast and their U channel. Like, right. like most of the content creators were making were like, Oh yeah, I saw this game, but it was also, I'm on the floor and Oh, it's so crap. It's like, right. this isn't like you're, it's the experience of being 83. Great, but you're not seeing things it's, to tell it's, people. It's not they? an amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. Whereas like stuff like PAX, like, uh, you know, EA tried like that. Uh, what was it? It was the, the EA is like creator's cove. If you wanted to live stream from EA's event, they had it all set up for you and stuff. And it's just like, okay, so you do, like people are supposed to go into EA's, use EA's equipment to stream to their channel to do all the stuff is like, this, this just seems a little too, uh, this doesn't feel right. It's just <laughs> so ironic that they've chosen to do this so many years after E3 was the show that everyone would want to go to. Before, yeah. Back when it was the day when, you know, Jake Lloyd was out there playing Pod Racer yeah. and, yeah. you know, they had celebrity signings and they had like, you know, Michael Buffer sound alike contests and shit at the booth. You know, they had actual wrestling matches on the floor. Like the late yeah. 90s, early <laughs> 2000s, it was, you know, it was wild yeah. fucking West people, out there. People should have gone to those shows because they were really cool. They were <laughs> stupid as hell. But like, you know, over the years, they just kind of like you know just whittled that away over and over probably because the media kept saying yeah we don't need that stuff it's that and and, you know all these companies became public companies and became much more responsible companies too you know like the 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 business changed and everyone got a lot more buttoned up now Nyko's the only ones with booth babes well yeah that's yeah they gotta get people over there somehow yeah and their ball pit yeah oh they still have the ball pit they still have the ball same balls probably too I don't know, man. I I feel like E3 is a better show than PAX, even this year. For even what though? The, for, for I mean, I think I, for, I think, as a consumer, I think I mean, as oh, somebody no that would want to I don't know about that. Because so, here's the thing: like, I feel like for communities, PAX is so much better because then you're hanging out doing other stuff. But in terms of like playing games, like I, PAX, it has the same problem that E3 did this year, where the line. If you want to actually play a game, especially one like a, a big game, like sure. when, uh, a couple years back when Titanfall One hadn't even come out yet, right. if you want to play Titanfall, you're in a line for three hours. It's the same as E3, whereas at least E3, there's a lot going on. It's way more big and loud, I think, which is just, it's fun. There's a there's an energy to E3 that I think PAX is, PAX is just big. Like, just yeah. too big. There's too much but I feel like PAX stuff is that, so that doesn't centered. matter if it you is. don't know it's, what it is. It's structured in such a way where that space is used better, and it's better for people to be able to get around and see stuff. Also, I just think there's a better variety of stuff at PAX. And like, the way that... bathrooms, in- beanbags, yeah. like, stuff for you to, you know, accommodations for people, but also just, like, you know, like, yeah, it, like, you don't want to wait in line for games for all day, like, you know, wait in line for half the day, then go to a tabletop area, then go hang out with your friends and do this, go and, eat a sandwich. And the know, way like, that, like, you know, the indie mega booth kind of got marginalized this year off to the side even more than kind of it had been in the past. It's just like, if you want to see anything that isn't a major publisher, E3 is not the place to go. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm saying all this is somebody that would never pay to go to one of these events, whether it was PAX Regardless. or E3 or, and, or sure. any of it. Oh, yeah. I would but never I pay to think, leave the house, period. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I would watch that, all the streams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. to me is the most impressive convention I've ever been to like my brother his first convention ever was this E3 and there's just something about the scale of the boots and the way that all of the companies present what they're doing the fact that everyone's there you go to PAX and it's like you're never going to get all three of Xbox Nintendo and Sony you're going to get maybe one of them sometimes two and they're always going to be showing not everything they got just a couple things like seeing Nintendo's booth 
is impressive. It is cool. The yeah. New Dog City shit. Yeah, they, as, they as always do a good job with that. Spent a lot of money on that thing. Exactly, yeah. but like at PAX, they don't do that. At PAX, mm-hmm. it's just a small little right like area that you can go. I and wonder. Play some like, I wonder, like you know, because they spend all that money on that booth, they have it all now. You have to wonder, like, would they try to bring it to PAX? It I might, they might not. I just don't want to ship it. Yeah, because they might not be able to get that much space on the PAX floor. That is, it's huge. Yeah. 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 It was a cool space. I heard there was a fist fight in the Nintendo. There totally was. Was there really? There's yeah. a fist fight in line for the, for Mario, and apparently a whole bunch of people scattered. But it was just like two dudes throwing hands at each other. Was oh it God. was it day one? Uh, it was day, day one. Was I, it day? I, I think it was day two. Okay. What I've been told because we weren't we were flying down on Tuesday afternoon, and like when the doors open, and everybody's like, it's opening early because yeah, the line, right, the fire marshal, yeah. blah blah. The next day when I was walking, around, I'm like, this wasn't bad. And I was talking to somebody at the PlayStation, like, oh well, like. It was worse yesterday. There was no organization. He's like, Nintendo had no lines inside their booth to right. go to yeah. Mario. It was just come up to the... Yeah. So overnight, they rebuilt the booth and like put down lines. Okay, see, and, I only okay. went on day one. I only went into Nintendo mm-hmm. on the first day. and I, So I was like in the middle they took of that over going the, like, this The giant is- empty area behind them, they took over and had people queued up finally. Yeah, that, yeah, that was better. smart. That yeah. is a disclaimer for us is that we weren't even there the first day at all. Yeah. So our whole experience is tailored to day two and Yo, three. Yo, it was crazy. It was, yeah, it was a hot mess. Was not that crazy. Day two and three felt like packs. Get where I was like, oh, were stopping. I'm like, oh, how long are you waiting? Four hours? Jesus, for Wolfenstein? Enjoy it, Jeez. I hope. Yeah. But are you enjoying it? I said, like, yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm like, great, cool. Okay. All right. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. I don't think E3 sucked. I don't think, oh, press, I don't think, I don't think it I don't sucked think the press conferences sucked. I think, yeah. I think I, it was a little bit of a down year, but there were there were exciting no, surprises learned. here no, and there. The thing was, the thing about E3 and like who won E3 and it always comes back to surprises and megatons and like, yeah. and so that was the thing. It was it, like you're saying, it was an E3. We pretty much knew everything coming into. Yeah. A few things caught me off guard and you know, that's like the bare minimum of what I asked for from that show. So I feel yeah. like it delivered at least on that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that when you compare these conferences to their respective ones last year and the year before and the year before, it's so crazy to say that these are boring because there's been so many that were way more boring with way less announcements, way less games in general. And yeah, we just knew everything going in this year, but so much of what we knew is awesome stuff. I've never had an E3 where I've been on the show floor and I wanted to play more games than this year. And everyone I talked to was so stoked about what they just played, yeah. what they just saw. There's so, I mean, Mario Odyssey is insane. Yeah, you know, like all yeah. these different games that we played. The, suit. The, the only game that our group played that I was like mm, about was Metal Gear Survive. Oh, okay. What, sure. you, what do you think I was going to say? I was going to say, I was like, what are you about to say? Yeah, no, oh, everything else about like, okay. oh, these, these are great. These sure. are good. Sure. So, yeah. Did Nick like the VR bike riding game? <laughs> I, I, he loved it? He loved it? Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Nick Scott Was it the, like the Verzoom? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking I was going to torture him, but if he loved it, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I got to think, yeah. I got to be harder on him next year. We've, yeah. got, we've got a Verzoom. It's... It's something. it's something. Besides Metal Gear, the one thing that any of us was kind of down on was Andy didn't really like uh, the last night, but there's not really Andy's got a no game taste. That yeah. was just a pretty visual. Yeah, yeah. that was his problem, right? I said it was yeah. just it was like an investor demo. No, okay, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Now it's time for some listener mail. You can go to kindofunny.com/slash/gamescasttopic, just like all these people did. Leave your topic, just like no, no, hold on, it's a new. It's I was new gonna say URL it's kindofunny.com/slash/gamescast. Yeah, that's the new Greg Miller special. Thanks for that. No problem. These Google Forms are saving our lives. First question. You ever use the Google, Alex? I've been known to Google. Google we Forms, man. Things. Fantastic. <sighs> I like to bing it up sometimes. No, no, no. no, no, no. Boo. Is there, any, is there any Lycos out there still? Can I use that? I'm web Vista every damn day. Nico Fugslang says, with Hitman being your game of the year last year, how relieved and happy are you with IO Interactive surviving and getting hold of the Hitman IP? Deeply. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, yeah, that it was... Just weird to hear like what Square was going through with with IO and all that other stuff. You're like, man, this game is great. Uh, like everyone seems to really enjoy it. People that don't even like Hitman are connecting with it in a way that they normally don't. And 
yeah, uh, Square just you start to wonder like is just Square bad at running a business, uh, which classically the answer is probably yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the expectations they seem to impose upon a lot, especially a lot of those Western developed games, yeah, yeah. Uh, it feels like they just they aren't giving them the chance to kind of you know to succeed to the degree that they need to and. Like Hitman, it's just it's just such a beautiful like live thing, you know. Like it does exactly what it needs to do so efficiently, and people loved it. People love watching it. I I really enjoy playing so it. So much fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the the idea that they weren't going to be able to make any more of that was was pretty disappointing. Uh, so them going independent and being able to kind of you know run their own ship and maybe they'll sign a publishing deal or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll do it themselves. I don't yeah. I don't know what their plans are. But, but what a shocking story though. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought? That that would happen, they leave, and then they get the rights to it. That's right. I have to imagine. I can think of. I, I have to imagine that whatever deals they were trying to strike with investors or whatever, like that, was, they were all predicated on that game going with them. Oh, because there was no. Oh, there's, yeah, I, I don't think anyone would invest in IO without their biggest franchise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what do you think that means for the next Hitman season two or whatever? I was talking to Andrea on you know Games Daily about it, where I think without the unreal unreal expectations that you know Square's putting on them, this one will be more successful. I would. Think. I think. So, I would hope too. so. Yeah, yeah, and you know they. They know they've got a year of experience of running a live game now, too. Sure. So they know what works, what doesn't work. So they're probably pretty well poised to know what their existing fan base wants. And hopefully they have some ideas that might bring more people in. You know, for, And that's the thing is, I feel like it's going to be one of those rallying things of like, oh, man, fuck the man. These guys are yeah. doing yeah, this. Let's they'll get, get behind them. They'll like, get some of that, too. You know, I yeah. know that you guys loved it. So now I'm going to try it. Like, there'll be that word of mouth that's going to spread with it, too. How far do you think we are from getting that? I bet that we wouldn't hear too much about a season two for. I mean, they're, they are putting out like an elusive target like tomorrow, I think. Like they're still doing season one stuff theoretically. They, so they did have some layoffs around that, yeah, which that, I imagine yeah. was just part of them getting lean for the for the sale. But, uh, you know, I, I would imagine we're probably about a year out at yeah, least. That sounds oh, about right. I, I don't know if that's a change in what their target yeah. was before or what, but but that that that's a good guess, I think. Uh, I just wonder, you know, where we are coming up on the 10 year anniversary of Kane and Lynch, and I wonder if here we go. that went with here them, we go, or if Square still possesses that so they can be in Kingdom Hearts 3 or something. Sure, of course, <laughs> the Kane and Lynch dimension. <laughs> Troy Yarbo says, Is it reasonable to expect a discounted Switch bundle during the holiday season for the Switch? Perhaps Black Friday. No, maybe Nintendo Black Friday, like Black re- maybe a retailer, a retailer yeah. Black yeah. Best Buy, Best Buy or Target. Nintendo and price drops, not so much. Like, yeah, that thing is doing real it's like that dude thing is doing him like crazy well uh they have no reason to drop the price and you can't find it so even yeah. when they do even when you do find it why what's the incentive to motivate you right. like, why is best buy trying to get people through the door for 50 bucks no, off and they're gonna Mario be out too yeah, yeah. yeah. even more Probably. they are they are really pulling out a lot of stops to try to get more of those made uh in a faster way than, than they originally planned so, they're having like component shortages right, at one point right, right? I, still, I, still are. I heard still they are. were just like competing with Apple yep. for like production capacity and all this other stuff and like actually Screens taking things shit. away from Apple in some cases. So. And also all those other stories too of them like hiring all the different planes to like get shit right. just yeah, ship yeah. physically faster. It seems like they're at least like aware that that's a real problem they need to solve sooner rather than later and, and as opposed to how they've usually done it. So uh, yeah, there's, they don't have a reason to discount. There's, there's just no need. Hmm. Jordan Nash says, what y'all think about the new Bubsy? Why? I'm pretty sure that didn't really happen. 
I can't I'm believe sure it, like, that it exists. I feel like it cheapens your win with Crash Bandicoot. No. The fact that Crash Bandicoot's back, but then Bubsy's back too. So it's just like, yeah. and now here comes Glover. Bring back the bullshit. acrobat back in here. Yeah. I, see, I love, I love shit like that. Yeah. But it's like, no one's asking for Bubsy. Like, nope. we had an argument today about whether or not people are asking for Spyro. And I would argue, yeah. People no, love no Spyro. They, they don't, they're not asking. Guys, people love Spyro. No, that doesn't mean they're asking for more Spyro. There are people asking for Spyro. Not more Spyro. Like a, in the same like a, thing a re, they're doing yeah, with Crash. Or whatever, right? sure. yeah. Yeah. Is that There's people Elijah not. Wood? Is it just him? It's just him. Super We're, stoked in, about it. Transference. When you beat Transference, you'll it turn just turns into a Spyro game. He gets a Spyro trailer yeah. he's been working on. Yeah, no, but I don't think anyone's really stoked for Bubsy. Like, that's going to be one of those joke streaming games that people just play. But you know what? There's someone. There's someone who's making that game right now that just doesn't have that irony level and is just like oh, earnestly like, no, it's it's time for Bubsy. He's back. No, that, that's, He's really that's back. That's a business. That's like they, they looked at some charts and said like, well, we can get the IP for this amount of money and we're pretty sure this number of people know about it. So we'll, if we sell to this percentage, it's worth the nine bucks it costs to get the IP. Uh, like, it's just that's. There is it's, one it's earnest boy cold. out there it's who wants cold. Bugsy. I, or Bubsy, I'm telling I, you. I know it's an Andy joke, but I really do feel this opens the door for Cool Spot. Cool and spot. not like a full-blown disc Man. Cool Spot, but like, hey, 7-Up, give me the license, and we're going to make a $9.99 game. Just bring back the Noid. Yo, Noid, <laughs> the Noid. Cool Spot. Crossover. Yeah. Wow. It happen. It's like Jason yeah. versus Freddy, but it's Noid yeah. versus Cool Spot. I thought Cool Spot was the coolest. Cool not, Spot like, is video a really game good aside, I thought Cool Spot was the coolest character also, growing yeah. up. Yeah. And when he had sunglasses. Got, yeah. Like, come on. And when 7 Up got well, rid of What about Chester like, Cheetah then? I mean, Chester well, Cheetah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. He's an old man now. Also. His games are great. Too. Yeah. Those are quality products. Cool Spot is legit a good a good ass. Bring back sneaking. Mr. Eric. Says, given that Metroid Prime 4 isn't being worked on by Retro Studios, what do you think they are working on? I hope it's a new IP. Really? Yeah. I bet it's a Donkey Kong thing. Uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> Tropical Freeze, one of my favorite games of all time. I think it is probably my game of the generation hmm. last year, or last time, uh, depending on where you want to put the Wii U. Uh, I don't need that. I don't think anyone needs that. But Nintendo yeah. needs that. They, I don't even think Nintendo, Nintendo needs that. that. They think uh, they need that. Yeah. I, I hope not. I really don't think it's Donkey Kong. I feel like it could be something kind of off the wall, like uh, Internal Darkness or something. I feel like they like the way they've been out there. Like people ask, like, "Oh, Retro, what are you working on?" They're like, "We got something." Like, th there's a certain tone to that. Maybe I'm reading into it that says, to, like, if this was just another Donkey Kong, they wouldn't be out there like sure, right. sure. Yeah, uh, it's so interesting because like with Metroid Prime, everyone the rumors were it's like, all right, if Retro's not working on Prime, they might be working on a 2D Metroid, but then we get a 2D yeah. Metroid, so it's like, well, they're not doing that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm hoping for a new IP, and I think that would be big for Nintendo. They're to, just, they somehow got a Excite Truck sequel in the work in the works. They ended up with that somehow. They made it. They're yeah. making it happen. Excite Finally. Excite 2000, they're calling it. Oh, no. I Coming back with the Wii Wiimote driver. Yeah. Mike McAndrew says, with the very positive buzz surrounding Mario plus Rabbids after E3. Did you guys play that? Yeah. Yes. Do you like great. it? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's cool. Do you guys think Nintendo would be even more friendly and lend out its IPs to other third parties? And can you think of any dream scenarios you'd like to see if this was indeed the case? I.e. EA making Mario sports games. I don't know if that's a dream scenario. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Samus Bethesda making a Zelda game. And who making a Zelda game? Bethesda. Oh, no. Absolutely no. not. You kind of already did it with the Switch. You, you know, yeah, you put yeah. your Amiibo yeah. on there. That's as close as I ever need to come to that. Yeah. Like the extremely buggy Zelda game you've been waiting for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I would... Uh, hmm. We've seen it before. Capcom made some of 
the right. best Zelda games. And you know, yeah, yeah, game definitely. Boy. And 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 you know, like Namco did Smash like that Bros. arcade that arcade Mario Kart, I think is them. Yeah. And, and uh, they also made the uh, that Star, Star Fox, Fox yeah. Adventures game. Yeah. Uh, not adventures. Not adventures. It was the one where you were in the tank. Assault. Is, that's what is, it was. Yeah. That might believe Wait, it. did they? they yeah, Namco. No, that was Namco, I think. So, wait, Sega made up Zero. Sega made up Zero. Amusement awesome. Vision. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They did that. Yeah. That was really good. Uh, Star Fox Assault. Anyway, they've, they've dealt some of the IPs around, but I'm pretty sure there is a Namco developed Star Fox game. Yeah. I think, it was the one assault, where you, I think it's the one where you get out of the plane and the I'm tank like, and you run around. You're talking about Assault. I remember someone did it. Yeah. I don't remember it being Namco. I could be wrong. I thought it was. Now we have to know. Now we got to. But yeah, in terms of just like like mashups and stuff like that, I mean, you know, Mario and Bubsy, I think is probably the, the one, the top of the chart. I feel like that's always such a weird question because I never would have been like, oh yeah, mash Mario and Rabbids and put them in XCOM. Right. Like that's yeah. not like what I would draw a design yeah. doc. You're right. It was never. Okay, uh, but I'm I'm really glad they did. That's a that's a cool. That's a cool, weird thing for them to do. Yeah, uh, no, seems yeah, to be yeah. Coming together because you look at it, and you're like Mario with a gun. This all seems wrong, but you're like, no, actually, this. Well, Seems that, really I bad. didn't get to play it, but watching it and when they were following the Roomba, I'm like, this is dumb. And then when it jumped into gameplay, I was like, okay, hold oh, up, you made hold XCOM. Up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 XCOM on uh, my Switch, all right. Yeah. And I, I loved playing it, but I did not like, the parts that looked boring were boring to play as well. Like the world traversal well, stuff. Yeah. I, I, that, it just seems like it's connective tissue and that's it. seems it. like placeholder. Like I, I wonder what yeah. that game's really going to be. if Because if it's just that, then that's... Then it's just like walk to the next level. It's like I can just hit up on a menu and hit right. Then I hope uh, that game isn't super long because yeah, that's going to wear out after a while. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, ho hopefully there's more to it than walk from place to place and and occasionally watch a rabbit do something dumb and then do XCOM stuff. Uh, I want to know who could make a good if we if we're just giving away Nintendo licenses, mm. who could make a really great Mario Party? Uh, no one. It's a. It's impossible. It's a cursed, <laughs> it's a cursed <laughs> franchise. Yeah. Oh my just, god! They salted the earth. Literally uh, impossible. No yeah. one can do it. The Jackbox guys give them Mario Party and see what they come up with. I don't know about really that. Really turn it on its I head. Think if I don't want to ruin Mario that studio. IP and put it into a Jackbox game. You could probably have a lot of fun with that somehow. Sure, but mm. uh, there could be a good Mario Party. I don't know who would make it, but it's definitely possible. It's whoever did Crash Bash, right? I mean, don't hate on Crash. The Bash. Sonic Shuffle team well, is going to work Shuffle on. Yeah, legitimately. Uh, Fusion Frenzy. The demo that came with the Halo, with Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. I played that thing for fucking hours. Now, what if that was Mario? It wasn't good. I just played it a lot. You played it a lot. I mean, it must, couldn't have been that bad, right? I mean. Yeah, you're making points. Jerry G says, will Sony ever submit to the idea of cross-platform play? Let it be in a year, two, or the next console generation. I think if they lose their lead, they will be way into it. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're, you're, they're Coke. What do they have to? They don't have to worry about Pepsi and RC Cola. Whatever they want to do, they that's can true. go do. Yeah. This, this is. I feel like Microsoft took some positions last time out when they were in the lead that, that you'd go like, all right, guys. Uh, that now they're more than happy to to. I, that's all. Like, this us. week where Phil Spencer was like, "Whoa, a console race and war is bad for everybody." I'm like, "Well, you want you weren't saying this when you're cleaning yeah. their clocks, you right. know what I mean? When the tanks but are rolling over." But he also wasn't the spokesperson. Yeah. Sure, 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 I, sure. sure. Yeah, it, it's 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 a little of each, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know. Their 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 answers around that stuff specifically uh, around Minecraft has been have been so dumb. Yeah. That I wonder if they will eventually get pressured into making it happen. It's just one of those uh, things. Like, who? How is there no PR training on this one? That hey, we're gonna get this question. They've they've approached us 
two different Rocket right. League yeah. and these have approached us. We know this is coming. What do we want the messaging to say? I just have to imagine that at some point, like somewhere up that Sony chain, there's just a level where like you don't get to talk to them and you don't get to tell them what to say. <sighs> and unfortunately, that's what happens. Or like, you know, are they just do they know what the bad messages are and they just go, Jim, get out there. You're going to be the one that says that old games are bad. Fall in the grenade. Fall in the grenade first. Uh, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, because I think I, they could have easily been like, well, the thing no one's reporting on is that for Minecraft to work, you have to sign into Xbox Live. Right, and right. we're not okay promoting that. We're and that's okay as a business to say. And that's yeah, not to be like, yeah. oh, they're kids. We got to protect the kids. Yeah, like the, there's the, yes, they have legit things they could cite as like why they might not want to do that. Yeah. you'd go like, well, okay, it is a business. You're right. That's cold too. But but hey. Uh, but yeah, their their answer just seemed like complete crap. Yeah, like there's a story going around that like the Rocket League stuff, like literally, there's just a checkbox yeah. waiting to be checked. Dunham says they can have it up done. in an hour. In an yeah. hour, they yeah. have it up and running. That would be nice. There's you know, there's no reason not to. You know, and Sony obviously they do cross platform stuff yeah. with Street Fighter Five with the PC. Rocket uh, League on PC too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Next Machina has cross platform leaderboards with the PC. Like they're more than happy to do it when it's the PC. Right. So to then fall back on this like you know child safety thing when they're well, kind of doing it there's elsewhere. never been a child predator on a pc that's yeah, well, well you know you're right they only use video game consoles yep. i forgot all about exactly. that yeah. Silly exactly. me. yeah the pc is the most pristine and clean platform in the world you get that virus protector on you're fine no yeah you put that on there and it's just everything's automatically safe we got some giant bomb questions here super right. Rez wants to know what was the reasoning for expanding the giant bomb offices to the east coast uh, Alex lived out there Vinny was moving out there yeah uh, so it was either we establish an office or those two don't work for us anymore. <laughs> Basically, you know, they were going either way. So and then you, you left know. the door open and you lost Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more or less. Uh, no, it, it, I think, it, you know, like part of it was uh, one of the original ideas was or one of the original thoughts we had is like you can only get so big in one location before it becomes inefficient. You know, you've only got so much studio space or you've only got so much of this. Like if you doubled your team here right now, this would be a crazy space for you to have because mm -hmm. uh, you, you would need another studio. To, I've been trying to ship it. Kevin off for years. Yeah, well, it's ship them east. Ship them east. It's cheaper. It's the whole thing. Um, so early on, we had the idea of like, what you know, could you have like a, almost a franchise mentality of just like we're going to take four more people. It was four then, five maybe, and put them in New York. Could you put them here? Could you put them there? Um, and and then kind of get where we are now uh and it worked out pretty well i think it was it was Vinny's idea i think probably because in the back of his mind he knew he was eventually going to move back to new york one way or the other um it's where he comes from it's where he comes from it's where his family is yeah uh and and so yeah it just uh we duped the company into paying for <laughs> it and yeah. it's been working out great so yeah, yeah you know for a while we were just kind of shoved into a weird closet yeah. in the tvguide.com offices because they had no idea what to do with us and you know over time we sort of made use of that space and sort of I think, you know, justified building out more and doing more over there. Uh, and, you know, now we actually have like a full fledged team and like an actual studio that no one else gets to use uh, because we will murder them if they come in there. And it's great. Good. Keep that shit up. Yeah. That's, uh, and you need that, you know, I think just to have like content variety of like, oh, like especially in cases where like, oh, someone's sick or hey, we're yeah. working on some larger thing out here. So, you know, there's a t there's a team somewhere else that can kind of be doing stuff that goes up every day or whatever, and we can kind of swap back and forth, and uh, it's cool. Yeah. GG Pimp says, "How does Jeff keep calm during the madness that is the Adam, John, and Dave couch?" 
it's, I'm not, I don't drink during E3. And actually, they, they didn't drink very much before that segment was on anyway. Um, Which just makes it all the more galling, the whole thing. I know, honestly. <laughs> yeah, if they're all blackout drunk, you'd be like, oh, yeah, all right. That's, that's why that happened. Like they're then like two drinks in or something, yeah. like maybe tipsy. Um, yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's the end of the show. By that point, I've done three nights of hosting. We, we do, uh, for E3, we host six hours a night uh, from six to midnight. Uh, and so by that point I've hosted five hours of show, uh, that night and then 12 hours yeah. of the t- days before that. So, and to bring everybody up to speed, this is an annual tradition. Yeah. We're Adam boys, John Vignocchi and, and uh, Dave, Dave Lang. Lang, I think. Oh, I thought he died. I heard he, I thought he passed No, away. no. Oh, Devolver uh, lied to me. Yeah. Well, we did a little okay. seance before. Oh, it brought him back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many years His in a row spirit. have they closed the show? Uh, uh at least three. three. Last okay. three, I think yeah. it has been, uh, yeah, at least three. And it's always a shit show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. This one, at least nothing too bad. Like, you know, no one, no one doxed each other. Yeah, that time. exactly. Uh, Johnny tried to dox himself a couple of points uh, this year, but he, I think, I think that got cut off. Um, yeah, it, it's easy. You know, they just, they kind of take over. It's actually really easy for me to host that segment uh, until it comes time to end it because they just There's won't no stop. Yeah. Uh, and so I just kind of sit back and let them do the thing and ask them the occasional question or, or vice versa. So the final question. We got a lot of variations of this, mm. but I think this is uh, the most important one. Not Fought says, if you were a fidget spinner, what kind of fidget spinner would you be? An American fidget spinner. The glows in the dark. I'm so happy that we have nothing to do with this fidget spinner nonsense. Where it's, It just feels like everybody... I, had, I, I haven't ever even seen one. I, I had not seen one until someone brought them by. Our John show. Drake brought fidget spinners and left me with two of them that he got at an E3 party. And now I own two fidget spinners. Uh, they're not great. They're, 2017's um, pogs, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. You know, yo-yos were big too, right? I mean, but uh, so I'm into, I'm advocating this as an alternative to the fidget spinner. Here we go. Uh, it's a, a Powerball, I believe it's called. Uh, and it's like a, it's got a, a rotating, almost like a skateboard wheel in it and a little rip cord. And it's a ball you hold in your hand and you pull it. And then you just kind of, you can kind of rotate your wrist around and get it going faster and faster and faster. And it's got a little, it'll keep score on how fast you can get it going, oh. all sort of stuff. Almost kind of a wrist workout thing. And my wrist gets enough of a workout. Well, you got two wrists. I'm saying, you know, you okay. might want to supplement. Bring the other, the other one, one up a little bring bit. Them. Otherwise, you end up that weird one yeah. Popeye arm yeah. situation. Uh, and I'm going to say that a little more pricey, maybe not as flashy and trick based as a fidget spinner, but it feels a lot better in your hands. Are there tricks fun. for fidget spinners? Yeah, but it's all like I, I was spinning I, it and threw it to my other hand. Uh, and, you know, like I, I so I. So after getting these fidget spinners, I went to the internet and typed in fidget spinner did. tricks. Of course, course. And found some video of some kid who was like doing one of these behind the back jobs. Like, that's a sick trick. I'm like, that's barely a trick. Like, you're just holding Now, maybe if you were vaping while doing that, yeah. Yeah. then. In, in the Snapchat down. goggles. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'd have something. But, you know. Yeah. They're also, I think, the fidget spinners that I got from Drake are not great fidget spinners. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's the kind of fidget spinner I would be is the not great one that's mm. kind of broken. Well, on that note, thank you for joining us no for this yeah. first ever new type of Gamescast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know in the comments what you liked, what you didn't like. If there's other segments you want us to add, it's a whole work in progress. We do we do what you want here at Kind of Funny. We're doing new things. You got new stuff? Yeah, lots of new stuff. Lining up. A lot of new things. Nice. All popping off. Yeah, yeah. change some stuff up, man. Yeah, thanks. Fuck it. Just... We so, no, no, the table. No, this is all very expensive. So you oh. can't do that. No, no. please. I was told I could break things. I'm sorry. Thanks for coming, guys. Giant pop. No, no. Okay.